0: The gypsy woman told my mother, before I was born, I got a boy child's coming, he's gonna be a son of a gun, he's gonna make pretty women's, jump and shout, then the world wanna know what this all about. <laughs> gadzooks is a great name on the way down means jumping off the cliffs and building your wings on the way down right? That not like some bullshit you irish son of a bitch <laughs> like when people are stunned say yes. gadzooks that's the gateway drug my third eye open I'm <laughs> like, gadzooks is not a bad name yo what's up what's happening what's good what's going on and what's up with airplane food where do they make that stuff that's uh, so fucking hacky that's uh, so hacky to make fun of that that joke it's like that was already a hacky joke The what's up with everything joke, like, that's already a fucking hackfest, a hackathon. But now making fun of that joke is actually hackier than the joke was in the first place. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then, I mean, you're just going to have to be okay with not knowing. You're just going to have to be okay with being outside of the know. Well, I'm supposed to wait for you to catch up? Like, I can't make references until you are fully caught up with the culture? I'm playing. I'm fucking so far behind on so many things uh, in terms of pop culture and all that. And that's fine. That's by choice. By absolute choice. And I feel like a lot of people say that about themselves. Like, oh, I'm not, you know, I'm just out of the loop. I don't really be paying attention. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Because every time I see you post some shit, I don't know about it. Every time something happens in the world, you're always quick to post about it. And then I watch you, I, I see what you post and I'm, I'm fucking lost. But I'm not interested enough to dive into it and figure out what the fuck it is you're talking about. Because A, it already looks boring and B, you're a boring person. So therefore, anything you post is probably like it's a safe assumption that it's equally boring. So many of my friends, so many of my friends, you know what it is? It's this it's this fucking meme culture is what it is. It's This meme culture. And I know I sound like a grumpy old man but that couldn't be further from the truth because the truth is I'm a grumpy young man. I'm a young still relatively young, relatively young. I'm not hip hop young, but I'm like earth young, human young, but man, motherfuckers love them. Some memes, boy, people love them. Some memes and I get it. It's cool. But like people love memes and I can't tell you I mean, I'm sure it's happened, but I can't remember one time where I like genuinely laughed like at most, at most, and we're not talking courtesy laughs. I courtesy laugh with the best of them because I don't want people to feel stupid, especially if there's someone I care about, which means I lie. I, I lie. I'm, I'm being disingenuine. disingenuous, 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 disingenuous. I'm not being genuine. Didn't we do that already uh, in a previous episode? I'm pretty sure. I still don't know how to say the word disingenuous, disingenuine, one of them. I think it's disingenuous, but if I were to be genuine, every time a friend shows me a meme, he'd be like, oh, did you see this one? And I'd look at it and I would just look away. I'd read it. I'd take it in, turn it over a few times in my head, and then I'd probably just look up at him and then look away completely. Now, if I'm like, ah, yeah, that's great. That's fake. Just, just, just a disclaimer. Let's just get it out they uh, I'm, I don't think many of my friends listen to my podcast because they're pieces of shit and they don't support any of my dreams. Um, but if for future reference, if you show me a meme and I'm like, uh, yeah, that's great. I'm lying. I don't think it's great. I don't think it's funny. That, that is a complete act for your sake, not for mine. I'm not doing that for me. It's not like I'm insecure that, that you might think I don't get the joke. Like, of course I get the joke. I get that. Of course I get the joke. I'm hilarious. You're not. That's why you like memes. And I don't. So if I'm like, Oh yeah, that's great. I don't think it's great. It's It's not great. It's probably hacky. It's the lowest hanging of fruit, which is what memes are for. Memes are the hallmark cards of Humor there's room in the world for him. That's fine. I'm not anti meme. I'm just merely pointing out The fact the fact it's not a coincidence. Oh, well, here we'll, we'll, we'll frame we'll frame this as a question Might it be a coincidence that all the people who love memes and who are quick to share memes with me? And maybe you uh, is it a coincidence might it be a coincidence that all of these people don't have a single funny bone in their body. Is that a coincidence? And it's okay, you don't have to be funny. Not everybody has to be funny. Not everyone has to have a personality, or original thoughts, or samurai sword sharp wit. Not everyone can have that, and not one. Not, not everybody has to. But all I'm saying is if you show me a meme, and I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, that's great. No, that's great. It, I don't think it's great. So going forward, before you decide to show me a meme, realize, no, no in, 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 your soul, in your anatomy that if I say, Oh yeah, that's great. I don't think it's great. Just like, I don't think Hallmark cards are great, but I think there's a need for Hallmark cards because most people are fundamentally incapable of expressing themselves. A lot of people don't even have feelings. They don't even know how they feel. They don't take self inventory. They're not stuck in their motherfucking head all day like me and maybe you, they wake up, go to work, get told what to do all day, eat the same food as everyone else in the world, listen to the same music as everyone else in the world, clock out, drive home, eat more of the same food as everyone else in the world, watch the same TV shows as everyone else in the world, and then go to sleep. And maybe they're happy. And if so, uh, good for them. They have that much on me. They got that on me. And those people are the only reason, the only reason those people are the only reason search high and low near and far. You will not find another reason because those people are the only reason that there is a market for Hallmark cards. Like really think about a Hallmark card. Next time you're at Target or wherever you shop, pop on over to the card section. Grab one and start reading. The best, dude, the best ones are the ones from a husband to wife or vice versa. Oh, it's fucking, it's awful. It's so awful. It's so, the concept alone is awful that, like, fuck, I can't even, I can't even wrap my brain around it. Sure, I can. I can't imagine. (laughs) <laughs> this sounds awful, but welcome to the podcast. Um, I haven't introduced that. Fuck it, who cares? We're 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 on a good one. You know what show this is, and if you don't now, you do. I can't imagine marrying someone, marrying a woman, who is impressed and won over by a piece of paper on which are words written, very broad, ambiguous words, very, very basic ABC one, two, three thoughts and feelings that someone else wrote. I can't imagine being with a woman. I can't imagine being with, I mean, first of all, I can't imagine being that motherfucker, but like, like the motherfucker who, who goes and buys that for my lady. I can't imagine being that dude. But, what I can't imagine even more is being attracted to a woman, not physically attracted, like like attracted in a, in, a, in a life sense. Like seeing any hint of wife material in a woman whose heart melts when I hand her a card containing words written by another motherfucker. When else in life would that go over? When? I mean, like, if you send someone a song, like, okay, a song, you, you know, you hear a song, it makes you think of your significant other or whoever, and you send them the song or you play the song for them, that's sweet, because they already know, like, everyone knows, oh, yeah, I didn't write this song, by the way. This isn't me singing. Like, you know that. You know that. But so many people on the receiving end of the Hallmark card, they're, like, genuinely touched by it, and I just can't, are they, though? Now that I think about it, are they faking it? Is everyone faking it? Are they doing what I do with the meme thing? When my friends show me a meme and I'm like, oh yeah, that's great. Is that what they're doing? Because you can't be that touched. It can't make you feel that good inside. Can it? Am I just asking for too much? Like, I just can't imagine. I can't imagine. Imagine handing my wife or my mom or anyone, anyone, my homie, anyone. I can't imagine handing anyone I care about a card that was written by someone else and just being like, yeah, what that guy said. I I agree with all of, all of that. There were 17 of them in the slot and I I picked up one. So 16 other people probably going to get that same card all written by some other guy. None of which were the people who bought the other 16 cards. But you know, happy anniversary. I can't I can't even begin to tell you what you mean to me. No, really, I can't. That's why I got the that's why I got the card. Because that guy, he nailed it. He fucking nailed it. Fuck Hallmark cards. Nah, you know, not fuck Hallmark cards. And not fuck people who buy Hallmark cards and who receive Hallmark cards and are flattered by them. Not fuck those people. Like there's room for all of us, you know? I'm just pointing out the ridiculousness of it all like imagine if shakespeare was around i know hallmark cards have been around forever and they're probably on their way out and good riddance all the fucking mindless thoughtless drones in of humanity are are, are in for a rude awakening because they're gonna they they have no other way to communicate with their significant others after home once hallmark cards have made their exit Every anniversary for those people, it's just, just going to be the both of them standing in a room staring at each other. And both of them just, like, go to talk, but then they start, like, the, the dude's going to be looking at her, at at her, at his wife, or his girlfriend, or whoever. And just going to be like, so, um, uh, 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 um, uh, and she's going to be like, no, I, I understand, I feel the same way. Because I, I, I uh, and he's going to be like, well, why don't we, why don't we just, um, so, uh, that's going to be every conversation once Hallmark cards are gone. Cause motherfuckers don't know how to think. And they certainly don't know how to talk. Not everyone, just a lot of people. It's a big industry, Hallmark cards. I have no data to back this up. I'm just making wild assumptions. Because every target in America has at least two aisles that are all Hallmark Hallmark cards. Hallmark cards is a hard thing to say, fast. Could be the giant hole between my teeth. That could be the issue. But every target in America has at least two aisles full of Hallmark cards, and they're in the business of making money, so if they weren't making money, they probably wouldn't have them there. More data I can't back up because I haven't been to every target in America, but, you know, I'm just... I'm just making assumptions, but yes, memes are essentially Hallmark cards for people who aren't funny and have extremely low standards when it comes to what they find humorous because it's like, it's like cool to have the hottest memes. Now I know. I personally know a lot of motherfuckers, they, they think they're funny because they always make their friends laugh with memes they found on the internet. So I guess it's probably some weird psychological thing where if you're the reason people are laughing, if that happens over and over and over again, your brain's going to be like, huh, we must be funny. We must be humorous. We make people laugh. We should be a comedian. No, you shouldn't. You found some shit on the internet you thought was funny. I don't think it's funny, most likely, but you think it's funny. That's all that matters. And then you show someone a, of equally low intelligence, and, and they think it's funny. And then you like, you're like, you like, you like, I mean, who doesn't like making people laugh? But that's like the husband giving his wife the Hallmark card and being like, God, fuck, I'm, man, I got to tell you, I am a romantic I just always know exactly what to say, boy. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, if if I don't got the gift of gab, goddammit, I don't know who got it. I am just a silver-tongued devil out this motherfucker. And it's funny because I follow a lot of comedians, and I don't think I ever see comedians post memes. Because they're too busy being funny without help. All the people who can't come up with their own jokes that's who the memes are for. But if you have one conversation with these people, you realize quickly, like, oh, you aren't interesting and you're not funny at all, at all. That's why you share memes. All you do is share memes. But can you tell a joke? Can you even come up with a joke? I mean, I'll come up with a joke right now. Here, watch this, watch this. What's the difference between my mom and your mom? Not your mom, the, whoever's listening to that. I would never insult your mom. I'm, I'm talking, you know, in general. What's the difference between my mom and your mom? Well, the difference is my mom is a beautiful saint and your mom is a piece of shit. Boom. You see, it should just be pouring out of me. It just be pouring out of me. Shit, I, you, what, you don't think I could do it again? Psh, try me. Watch this. What's the difference between my mom and your grandmother? Well, the difference is my mom is a beautiful saint and your grandmother is a piece of shit. Again, I say, boom. Goddamn, the world's so lucky I have a podcast, I swear to God. Hey, Swells OC just texted me. Can you shoot me the tour artwork, bro? Meeting with merch people soon. I would love to, however, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Joel, if you hear this, I love you, but I don't know what you're talking about. Um I guess I was supposed to design tour artwork? Oh, fuck me. Um, well. I guess it's a good thing that I'm a fucking brilliant genius because I'll just whip that up with my eyes closed real quick and then we'll just proceed with tour artwork. Speaking of tour, um, I'm going on tour with my friends, Leilani Wolfgram and Swells OC, who just texted me about tour artwork. But yeah, we're hitting the road in less than two weeks and I'm very excited. I motherfucker kind of need that. So if you are on the West Coast, we will most likely be around your city, uh, if not directly in your city. And the dates are November 14 in Eugene, Oregon, November 16 in Seattle, Washington, November 17 in Tacoma, Washington, November 19 in Sacramento, California, November 20th in San Francisco, November 21st in Santa Cruz, November 23rd in Santa Barbara, November 26th in Los Angeles. I read all of this without my glasses, and I'm very impressed with myself. However, my forehead kind of hurts from squinting. Uh, I don't... at uh, On one episode, I read the actual um, the, uh, the venue names, but I can't find them anymore. So I know the LA show on the 26th is at Catch One... And I know the Seattle show is at Jazz Bones. And I know the San Francisco show is at Brick and Mortar. And I think the Sacramento show is at some kind of uh, trading post. Something like that. Some some trading post, something or other. But uh, if, I mean, I guess just Google the tour. Oh, no, what you could do is you can go to playleilani.com. That is Miss Wolf Graham's website, and uh, all the dates are listed there, and you can buy tickets there as well. We've been working tirelessly uh, in preparation for this tour. I've been spending a lot of time with her, uh, doing music videos and video shorts and editing and and just a bunch of shit. Lots and lots of shit. Uh, And it's been fun, but it's been tiring. But I'm also fucking here for it. And I'm very grateful for the opportunities. And I would be even more grateful if you uh, came to one of the shows. I will be doing media for the whole tour and uh, also performing at each stop. I'm performing uh, for both of their sets. Featuring, rather. That's the word. Featuring uh, during both of their sets. So that'll be fun and uh, probably highly detrimental to my health and the health uh, of, of everyone else involved. But you know what? We didn't get into this art shit to be healthy. I didn't start rapping for my health. Speaking of health, I have been in a bad way. Uh, hence the uh, radio silence the last couple weeks. I've been trying to release these every week. But, you know, I could make every excuse in the book. I could tell you I've been busy and I have been busy as I as I previously stated. But, uh, you know, I... I tend to always make time for everything I want to make time for. And when I haven't made time for something, it's safe to assume. I just don't want to make time for it. That's the truth, baby. That's the truth. This is the best I've felt all week, which is not to suggest I, I feel great, but uh, I feel capable at least. Um, and honestly, I... Exercise helps, like that. <laughs> that's a revelation, right? Like, who knew? Except everyone. But no, exercise is one of those weird fucking things that it's like, especially if you're depressed. I won't speak for you. I'll speak for me. When I'm depressed, the last goddamn thing I want to do is exercise. Like it's. Physically taxing on me. Well, obviously, exercise is physically taxed. But I mean, the, the to in order to get myself to exercise, it's like I can feel physical hands on my shoulders holding me back from going. Like, none of the weights I lift while exercising, and I'm motherfucking kind of strong out here. None of those weights are as heavy as the weight I carry around on my motherfucking shoulders at all times. That's called depression clinical depression um but for whatever reason I was just able like the last couple of days for about a week now I haven't I haven't been able to force myself to exercise which is a new thing for me that's that is a relatively new thing for me I can I've always since since I was like 14 I've always been able to force myself to exercise but this week, and a couple of weeks that like this is maybe the second time this has happened in the last couple of months, but I just wasn't, I just haven't been able to force myself because I just don't see the use in it, uh, and in anything. To be honest, not at this moment, but like uh, you know, in in the last couple months, it's so. In other words, hey, I think it's getting worse. Who knew not not taking care of something? Who knew, who knew putting it off and uh, pretending it doesn't exist wasn't the best course of action? Apparently, these things get worse when left unchecked. But, yeah, so I was able to force myself today. And let's be honest, it's purely vanity. I've said that before, and I, I stand by that. It's purely vanity. But a cool little byproduct of feeding my vanity is that I actually felt better afterward. I think I worked out around 10 30 this morning. I didn't even honestly, if I'm being real, I didn't even go as hard as I normally go. I kind of mailed it in, as they say. Um like I got my shit in. You know what I'm saying? Like a I, 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 I motherfucker got his shit in. But I I I wasn't I wasn't screaming and pouring buckets of sweat and uh, uh all of that. But the point is, right after, while I'm in the shower, I was thinking about, you know, whatever. Fucking Hallmark cards or, or memes or, and whatever. Uh, and a light bulb went off. And I was like, oh, wait a second. I don't feel as bad as I did, like, an hour ago. I dare say I feel kind of good. Like, I'm all optimistic. I'm, like, looking forward to shit. I, I kind of want a podcast. I I, 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 w- I want to do all kind of shit. I'm thinking about taking my dog out to the park after I pick up my son from school. Like, these are not things I've been thinking in the last couple of weeks. And all I had to do was sweat a little bit and force myself to do some shit I didn't want to do. And lo and behold, that momentum just kind of carried me, carried me into, well, now here I am doing this. And make no mistake. There's still the overlying sense of hopelessness. I'm not saying I'm all of a sudden I'm Tony Robbins. I'm gonna go give motivational speeches and shit with Gary V. I'm not saying that per se. I'm just saying I feel a little bit better. And when I don't want to sound like I'm a fucking expert on this shit because I'm definitely not. But I do know what I carry around all the time, right? Like I'm an expert on me. I know that I'm a motherfucking expert on myself. I don't need Hallmark cards to express myself. I don't need memes to make motherfuckers laugh. I know myself. But what I mean is, sure, ideally everything would be fixed. Everything would be great. And that's obvious. That's that's in everything, right? Every in every aspect of life. Ideally, everything would be perfect. But I guess when you're dealing with shit like depression, like clinical fucking depression, you kind of have to just settle for that everything's a little better. You kind of you kind of aim for those little everything's a little better moments. Just a little better. Like I'm still fucked up, but. I'm not laying down on the couch downstairs, eating shit I know I shouldn't eat, watching shit I know I shouldn't watch, just because I'm just wasting my life away at that point. I mean, show me the noose, right? Not to be morbid, but it's real. So in those moments, the couch moments, during those couch moments, I've kind of forced myself and am forcing myself to uh just wait just wait just wait for those the, that little that little spark that little that little moment where everything's not awful everything's just a little bit better it's like i'm still walking around i'm still walking around with all the shit but for some reason it's just not as heavy it's still there it's just not as heavy it's like carrying a cup of coffee without a handle, like you're burning your hands, you're trying so hard not to spill the shit, and you do it forever, You it, for what seems like forever. And again, you know, this coffee is special coffee, like this shit never cools down, it just like, it just, it just stays hot. This is a fucking awful analogy, but I'm gonna go with it, and you're gonna listen, and you're gonna appreciate it. It's like carrying a cup of coffee that doesn't have a fucking handle on it. Your hands burn, and it's like full just to the brim. So every step you take, a little bit spills over and burns your fingers. And you want to let go, but you can't. For some reason, you're married to this fucking cup of coffee that you can't put down. You don't even like coffee, but your brain just won't let you put it down. You try not to spill it. A, because it'll burn your hands. B, because it'll fuck up your clothes, whatever it spills on, on the ground. It's just bad for everyone if you let the coffee spill. But your hands are burning. And then, all of a sudden, someone takes that cup of coffee from you, pours it into a mug that has a handle, and gives it back to you. And you're holding the cup of coffee still. I repeat, this is a terrible analogy but you're still holding the cup of coffee. You still have to walk just as gently. You have to walk lightly because you still don't want to spill the shit. But at least now your hands aren't burning. I guess that makes sense. I don't know. The point is my hands aren't burning right now. And it's because of the exercise. That's why we're talking about this. All I have to fucking do is just force myself to exercise every morning. Like don't make any decisions until you exercise in the morning. Wake up, throw something in your stomach, have a cup of coffee, and sweat. Exercise. Then, proceed with life. That's what I should do. And again, vanity is what gets me to the point of exercise. It's all vanity. Which I'm fine with. Because truthfully, I don't like exercising. No one really likes exercising. But I rather enjoy looking like a motherfucker who exercises regularly. Trust me, it's great. Anyone who says it's not great is fucking lying to you. Women are attracted to it and men are intimidated by it. Not all women, not all men, but way more than would be if I didn't look like this. It's just facts of life. So I wish my mental health was a good enough reason for me to exercise, but for whatever reason, it's not, so I'm going to have to depend on vanity to get me there. Because who knows? Maybe, 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 uh, maybe there'll be a terrible accident. Maybe I'll, 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 I'll get stuck in a burning building and I won't die. But like my face will get all fucked up. So I don't have that going for me anymore. And then also my vocal cords will, will, will will just burn. Like my, my voice box will disintegrate right in my throat. And then I won't be able to talk. So I won't like, I won't be able to turn the charm on. I'll no longer be a silver tongue devil. So there I am, minus my face and my voice. My ability to convey my thoughts. Now I gotta buy Hallmark cards? That's not a good look. No face, no voice. All hope would appear to be lost. However, I mean, look at my pecs. <laughs> look at my pecs, though. I mean, I know the face and the voice. I know I can't talk and and, and my face is all fucked up, but look at the pecs, though. I still got the packs. My abs still visible. I got a little four pack, a little four pack. It's not a six pack. It's not quite a six pack. I got a four pack. I got four abs. It could be six, could even be eight, but I don't have that. I have four. You know what I mean? I, I, I got four, but look at the packs. Uh. Anyway, God damn it. I don't even know. I, I sat down. I mean, I'll be, I just remembered, I'll be honest. Uh, I sat down to do this, was it yesterday? It was, uh, it was yesterday. No, it was, uh, it was the day before Halloween, so two days ago. And, you know, I started doing my thing, that starting it's the hardest part. But I do not I don't believe I've ever done this. I just, after maybe 20 minutes of me talking, I just kind of sat here for a second and turned it off and walked away. And I was like, yeah, maybe I'll use that. Maybe I'll, I'll record more on it. And I just haven't even listened to it because there's no way it's good. It's just me being a fucking sad sack. And you don't want to hear that shit. You don't want to hear me complain about my life. Like, I, shit, you, you got shit you're going through your goddamn self, I would venture to say. You're probably dealing with your own shit. Last thing you want to do is hear a motherfucker talk about all the shit he's going through. Especially if you can't relate to it. I'm not saying you can't. I'm just saying, if you can't, you definitely don't want to, because it wasn't like I was. There's a difference between hearing somebody talk about all the shit they're going through, and then they and then they end it with, but you know, one day at a time, like all the Hallmark card shit. One day at a time, we're gonna get through this together, and all that. Yeah, it'd be one thing. Talk about your problems, and then state the fact that you're still here. And kicking and all that. But it wasn't like that. It was more like, these are my problems and I hate myself. These are my problems and I really like to die. <laughs> you don't want to hear that shit. I can't put that out into the universe. The fuck would I look like? Someone's making noise on my desk and I hate it. If you ever have like like a pen or something on your desk and it's just like rolling back and forth? Like every time you bump the desk, it rolls back and forth. You know what I'm talking about? And you're like, where the fuck is that? Or the car is the worst. My son be leaving all kind of knickknacks and shit all in the car. All in like the the cup holders and that little... What is that? I guess it's the handle. Like the door handle on the inside. Like there's a little hole there. He always... Man, that motherfucker's so good at destroying my things. It Always leaves little like fucking marbles or whatever, and I'm just like driving around and I'm just hearing shit go, yeah, 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 just something just rolling back and forth. It's not the exact sound it makes, you know what I mean? But, but just, just walk with me on that. And I'm just going crazy. I'm turning off the radio. I'm looking I'm like, what the fuck? Like, of course, I'm like, is something wrong with my car? Of course, something's wrong with the goddamn car. What if I drove it off a cliff? Do you think that would fix it? Um, but yeah, sure enough, I always find some little knick-knack that belongs to my kid. And my recorder's making those weird alien noises again? Sick. Almost thought we could get through a whole episode without dealing with that. But anyway, uh, yeah, that's why I haven't been putting these out. Just because, I mean, what what Bambi's mom say? If you can't say nothing nice, don't say nothing at all. Was that Bambi's mom? I don't know. Uh maybe it was the skunks mom. What's the skunks mom? Or what's the skunks name? Flower? Holy shit. How do I know that? I mean besides other than aside from the fact that I'm a brilliant genius with a mind like a steel trap. Um I think it was the skunks mom. Or maybe it was Stumper's. No. I think it was Stumper's mom. If you can't say nothing nice, don't say nothing at all. Something like that. That's the shit I've been on the last couple weeks. I'm just like, man, nobody want to hear this shit. And you might not want to hear this shit either. But I've already, I've gone on record. I've I've been gone on record. Telling you where you can go if you don't want to hear this. No, it isn't hell. Although you're welcome to go there as well. I'll see you there soon. Uh you can go listen to Radio Lab. Go 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 listen go go learn about the origins of WD40. Learn about the guys who made WD40 and how it changed the whole wide world. Dude, why are the are those sounds happening? Jesus. What in the whole world? Oh, I bet it's this. I bet it's this. Let me move this motherfucker. I ain't cutting none of this out. You just gonna have to listen to it. I think that was it. It was the cloud lifter. If you don't know audio gear, that don't mean shit to you. But the recorder was right next to the cloud lifter. And I don't really know what the cloud lifter does other than make the microphone sound good. But apparently, it doesn't like being next to the recorder. So, we figured that one out. On to World Peace. Let's let's take a crack at that one, huh? Um All right, what are we going to talk about? Um Halloween. How's everyone's Halloween? Do do you Halloween? Do you even Halloween, bro? That's another fucking internet culture thing. Do you even whatever, bro? Do you even fill in the blank, bro? Do you even something that wouldn't normally make sense in this context because it's a noun and these sentences usually require verbs but in this case this is the internet so i'm gonna use a noun and everyone's just gonna get it because everyone has the same sense of humor anymore because nothing's real and all of us are essentially the same people um do you even tape measure bro i'm just looking around my desk at random shit like do you even tape measure bro there's a tape measure right here do you even computer monitor bro Bro, I'm saying, bro, do you even microphone? God, what a stupid thing. <laughs> um, So, yeah, Halloween's fucking weird, huh? Halloween is strange. And again, grumpy young man, I know. It's weird because I have, um, I have a very very religious aunt and not even like even before her like I grew up in the church in the church and so I I'm I'm no stranger to extremely religious people and growing up there were always like a, at least a few religious people who basically shit on the other religious people for participating in Halloween they're kind of calling them on their bullshit. They're like, "How can you be a Christian and also go trick or treating?" Right? And as a kids, I, we're like, "Well, shit, we're Christians and we go trick or treating." Like my parents let us trick or treat, and and they're Christians. They love God. You know what I mean? And but but like, I like candy and I like dressing up and shit. So like, we can do both. And like, no, you can't do both. You you're either you know you're either a Christian or you're a devil worshipper. And it was just always so ridiculous. But now I'm older. I'm like, you know they have a point they have a point and i'm not a christian i'm not religious but that 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 doesn't mean i can't see what they're saying i i do get it like i don't have the burden of needing to pick one that isn't my cross to bear wink wink um you get it cuz we're talking about god and then i said cross to bear and then they you know they killed jesus on the cross i'm telling you my brain it just be it should be firing sometimes um but yeah, they have a point. I mean, I think they're crazy, but at least they're consistent. That's all they were saying, basically is just just be consistent. And I get that, but that's not my beef with Halloween. I'm, and true, I don't have a I don't have beef with Halloween. It's more Halloween people are just weird. But I mean, so are Disney people, like grown ass adults, and they got an annual Disney pass and they have the the annual disney pass sticker on their car cuz they want everyone to know that they have an annual disney pass. Hey, kill yourself. I'm playing. Don't. Don't kill yourself. You're probably much happier than I am. Good for you, you know? Good for you. I'm glad you have that. I'm glad you found something that brings you joy to the extent that you are compelled to put a sticker and it's not even a, a cool-looking sticker. I think it just says, like, now I don't know. It's like APH, Annual Pass Holder, or something like that. You know the sticker. If you live in Southern California, you goddamn know the sticker. You might even have it on your on your car. And if you do, congratulations. I'm glad your life's at least that much cooler. <laughs> oh, shit. Speaking of Disneyland, <laughs> I probably shouldn't say this because she's not here. Uh, maybe, like, once I get her on this shit, when we start doing guests again, I'm going to have my friend Leilani Wolfgram on this shit. She doesn't know. I haven't asked her yet, but she'll say yes. Can't turn me down. What? Like, you might be pretty and fucking talented and famous, but you can't turn me down. The fuck? Who do you think you are? Um, She, her and I were talking, and she told me... <laughs> Uh, she, her one of her first jobs or like when she moved here. I hope she doesn't mind me telling this story. One of her first jobs when she moved here, she worked at Disneyland as Pocahontas, which is already funny. Just in general, that shit's funny to me. the The whole character thing, and I get it. They're for kids, it, I, so that's cool. I used to like it when I was a kid, so it's cool. But it's still funny. But what's really funny. She said she she got fired. And I'm like, oh, I immediately think, oh, she probably came drunk or some shit. That's why I would get fired from Disneyland. But she's like, yeah, they fired me. I'm like, can I ask why? She she wouldn't stop hiding from the kids. (laughs) Oh, shit. I laughed so hard when she told me that. You'd have to know her. That's so fucking her. Because truthfully when she told me she was Pocahontas at Disneyland I thought hmm that probably wouldn't work out You must have really needed that money baby But when she said she got fired for hiding from the children I fucking died a thousand deaths because it makes perfect sense Anyway that shit is very funny to me What are we talking about? Oh Halloween Halloween's fucking weird huh? I'm walking my dog around the neighborhood the other day, and um, it's the same shit you see every every year, right? Depending on what neighborhood you live in. Like, people deck out their house. They decorate it, you know, spider webs, fucking spooky, scary skeletons, all that shit. Like, it's cool, whatever. I've, I don't like it. I don't dislike it. I just don't like it, so I won't do it. Because I don't want a plastic skeleton in my yard. The fuck? Fuck what I look like with 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 a fake cat and a and a tombstone. Ooh, like someone was buried there because someone died. Oh, it's like your house is a graveyard. Fucking goofy ass shit. But you know, if that brings you joy, by all means, baby. But I'm I'm walking around and they just have body parts just laying around their uh their yard. Like fake like rubber arms and legs like with gore like on the the part where they hacked it off you know like there's like a bone sticking out and it's obviously fake but i know it's not supposed to be realistic we're not going for morbid here or, or grotesque it's it's cheesy it's fun you know i get it it's not fun to me but i get why it would be fun to you cuz you probably buy Hallmark cards and share memes but we're walking by me and my dog and <laughs> you know he's much lower to the ground because he's an animal and he stops for a second and looks at it and he didn't even smell it but then he immediately looked up at me kind of with a confused look because like even he knew it wasn't real he didn't have to smell it to know it wasn't real i i, I don't know i i would i would just love to think my dog was like hey do you, like that that's a fake arm. Well not my arm cuz my arm doesn't look like that. It's a fake your arm, like a people arm. Like that arm looks just like yours nowhere near as muscular, but it looks closer to your arm than it does to mine, but still it's not really an arm. Um why why would that be laying there? And then I'd have to tell him, oh, well, buddy, it's, it's Halloween. That's what people do on Halloween. And I feel like he would just keep looking at me because the next logical question would be, but why? But why, though? But why? And then I would have to answer, well, they're just lesser humans. Happier, sure. But make no mistake, lesser, much, much lesser. Um, Like imagine, imagine children from like Cambodia or some shit or like Somalia or the Congo, Congolese children. Imagine them coming here just from a war torn, desolate wasteland of a place Some of these kids have seen other people hacked apart by machine, like literally seen with their eyes. Human beings get hacked to death. Hacked. Hacked is such a a brutal word, right? Not cut, not chopped, but hacked. I'm going to hack you. I'm going to take a sharp piece of metal and hit it against your body wherever it lands. And I'm going to continue doing so until you die. That's one of those things like, you might want to predict where the blade is going to land and then just put your neck there real quick. Just so hopefully it chops your head off and you can, excuse me, hacks your head off and it would be done quicker. But imagine just trying to block the blade with your arms and every time you do, like you lose another piece of your hand and your finger or your arms or What a fucked up, what a fucked up way to go out, man. I know I'm laughing, but goddamn, that's terrible. That's awful. When you think of how many people in human history have died because they've gotten stabbed to death or hacked to death, how many deaths have occurred as a result of sharp metal being thrusted or swung at their body? That's nuts, way more than guns. Way more than guns. Guns are new technology. Motherfuckers been sharpening shit and putting it into other motherfuckers since the beginning of time, since the cavemen. Like I imagine they would just pick up blunt objects and beat people to death. And then finally someone figured out, hey, if we sharpened that, it's actually a lot more efficient. Like that's a way more efficient way to kill motherfuckers. And then from that moment on, it was just off to the races. And the Romans come around, and you know history. You've read history books. And here we are. Dude, I'd much rather be shot than stabbed, or hacked. Hacked would be last on the list. I feel like I'd rather be lit on fire than hacked to death. Hacked, motherfucker? Hacked? Sheesh, what what a terrible way to go. Anyway, imagine that's your reality as a kid, or even a teenager, I assume they don't celebrate Halloween in the Congo. As per usual, I have no data to back this up. That's not something I've Googled, but I just have a sneaking suspicion they don't go trick-or-treating in the Congo. But imagine those kids coming here. It's like the nicest country they've ever been to. Everything's clean, especially if they're here in my neighborhood, Anaheim Hills. Shit. Imagine if I went to the Congo and got a group of kids and brought them here to Anaheim Hills. They would think this is heaven. Like the literal heaven. And comparatively speaking, they would be correct. Unless (laughs) it just happened to be October. Because then it would still be heaven in terms of safety and cleanliness But I'd have some explaining to do once I walked them around my neighborhood and they saw fake body parts laying in someone's yard on purpose, a very nice yard. They would be so confused. They would have to be so confused. Coming from a place where they've probably seen real hacked body parts and now they've finally escaped that fucking hell and they come here to heaven, but people the residents of heaven willingly they pay money they pay money for obviously fake body parts that have been obviously fake hacked up and put them in their yard they'd have a few questions and then to make it worse the owner of the house comes out and offers them candy the fuck out of here like yo send me back the fuck to the congo I'll take my chances. Cause you motherfuckers in heaven, y'all some weird motherfuckers. They just see fat white people putting spider webs on their house. Like, ooh, we should put it there. This'll be spooky. <laughs> <laughs> fuck Halloween. I don't give a fuck how you feel. Goofy shit. Goofy shit. Halloween is on the goofy shit list. Fucking Halloween. Every year with this bullshit. Every year, people are always like, "Oh, you don't dress up." No, I don't dress up for Halloween. Oh, but did you ever? Of course I did. But then I turned eleven years old. Again, I'm glad you have that. But can we just get can we if once and for all? Here, here's what it is. It's not that I hate Halloween, or that I hate people who love Halloween. It's just that I hate. That I'm made to feel like I'm the weird one for not dressing up like Captain America at 36 years old. Like, I'm the weird fuck for not putting spider webs on my house. Also, they're not real spider webs. Also, also, they don't look like real spider webs. Have you seen spider webs? They don't look like that. But, I'm the weird one for not putting plastic hacked up body parts in my yard. I'm weird for not dancing to Monster Mash. He did the Monster Mash. He did the mash. It was a graveyard smash. Woo. Spooky. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck Halloween. Fuck Halloween. Fuck Halloween. I said it. God. It's like... I swear this is I don't know if this is pettiness or just logic or a combination of the both. But if I see even friends, friends of mine, if I see you post something like political or we get in a political discussion or whatever, and I find out you dress up for Halloween, it just discredits everything. Like, if one of my friends, hey, bro, how do you feel about climate change? Well, uh, I feel like you dress up for Halloween, so therefore I can't have this conversation with you. I just can't. You see, because you, just last month, you dressed up and walked around in public as Spider-Man. Just last month. Like, like this month, okay, you want to talk about climate change, you want to talk about... Foreign policy and all that. I get that. I but but the thing is, last month, you dressed up like a vampire. I can't have this conversation with you. Like, I know, I know you're passionate. I know you got a fire in your belly. You're all worked up and you want to talk about gun control. But last month, you dressed up like Jason Voorhees you dressed up like Iron Man last month. You pretended to be Iron Man in public with other adults in a room full of other adults who also pretended to be Iron Man or something equivalent to Iron Man. And now you want to talk to me about critical race theory. Do you see what you do you see why I can't have this conversation with you? We could talk, we could still be friends. We could talk about other things. We can talk about music, we can talk about sports, we could talk about whatever. Like what, what whatever, whatever, whatever. But last month you were dressed in public as Michael Myers and now You want to talk to me about white privilege. I can't have this conversation with you. But let me know if there's any hilarious memes you'd like to show me. So something really cool that happened uh, a few weeks ago uh, was not getting a new chair, as you can hear uh, from, well, the old chair. (sighs) really Wish my chair wasn't so loud. Um, what was I saying? Uh, something cool that happened a few weeks ago. I got invited back to Shangri La Studios in Malibu, California. That's Rick Rubin's studio. Um, if you follow my Instagram at GVDZ double if you watch my stories, then you know that. And uh, obviously, I was stoked to it, it. It's been fuck, probably almost two years. Probably coming up on two years since I've been there. And it's one of those things that you don't realize it's the last time until, like in retrospect, it's like a year later, I'm like, fuck, I guess that was the last time I was, I'll was I ever be there. I didn't realize it was the last time, which is actually better for me because I can dwell and shit. I don't like goodbyes. I don't like last times. I don't like finales. I much prefer to just Proceed live with living my life, and then, like, oh well, I guess that was the last time. Which isn't to suggest I wasn't upset about it. Um, I was. I, I've been. I've been fucked up about it. It's. Um, I'm gonna have to talk about this for very long, but. It's uh It's rough because, on one hand, I'm extremely lucky and fortunate and blessed and whatever you want to call it. Uh, to be in that position and to have those opportunities but it kind of sets the bar uh, pretty high and so when I thought I mean there wasn't really much thinking involved it's just like I lost that gig I was there a couple times a week For several months, it was just like a really fucking cool life because I made enough money that I didn't have to do anything else. Plus, the shit I was doing was so dope because I get to hang out with Ozzy Osbourne and all kind of, you know, cool people and shit. And then seemingly overnight, it all just went away. P.S. I quit my fucking job uh, in order to do the Malibu photo shit full time. Uh, rearranged my life uh, quite a bit, and it was a risk, and it was a big chance, but one thing I definitely didn't want to do is to keep a job, or what I, what I didn't want to do was pass up these opportunities to do these amazing things with amazing people, shit that most people just fucking dream and fantasize and scratch and claw for. And I just so had like the universe twisted and turned in such a way that I just so happened to be in the shoes of the motherfucker who gets to show up there and do the the shit. It just, it happened to be me and it was mad emotional the first time I was there because I was, I was, um I was standing there watching Rick and uh Bob Weir of the Grateful Dead talk. And, you know, we're in the backyard of Shangri-La, which I was very familiar with because I'd seen a bunch of, interviews there and documentaries and all kind of shit. It's just like this legendary place. And I remember getting like hell emotional. I had just met Rick maybe an hour prior and I I got hell emotional just because like the the weight of it all. It was like a, it was like a moment of pure gratitude. That might sound corny and perhaps it is, but that's what it was. So that's what it'll be. Uh, I just felt just so fucking overwhelmingly impossibly grateful because especially we're there in LA or close to LA and just like considering how many people just in that city alone would fucking chop their legs off to be standing right where I was standing and getting paid to be there and just, just all the things and it just... I like I found myself thinking too hard and then I got a little choked up because I had been going through a uh, a rough period. And if you remember, I don't know how long you've been listening to this shit, but uh, the first time I took a long break, it was after episode seven and Anthony Bourdain just killed himself. So I opened up a little bit on that one on that episode and kind of talked about some of the things I've been doing struggling with mentally and emotionally and all that and so and forgive me if i've already talked about this on the podcast i mean you don't really have to forgive me because i'm not asking for your forgiveness i'm not apologizing i'm just saying this is just me acknowledging i may very well have talked about this already on the podcast so um i just remember thinking holy shit like legit this was the thought Dude, if I killed myself back when I wanted to kill myself because I was convinced it would never be better, it would never get better, I wouldn't, I, I would have missed out on all of this. Like if someone told me, no, you shouldn't kill yourself because in about a year, you're going to get a call from Rick Rubin's team and you're going to hang out with him quite regularly and drink smoothies and shit and get paid to take pictures of celebrities and people you, you, you fuck with and... You're going to get to quit your job that's sucking the remnants of your soul out through your asshole, and uh, you never have to go back there, and you're actually going to get paid more than you do at that job. Like I know you already think you get paid well, but you're going to get paid better, and the cool thing is you're not going to have to do shit you hate. You're going to actually get to do shit you love, and that most people walking the earth would do for free. In fact, they would probably pay money to be able to do it. But you not only have to do it for free, or you not only not have to do it for free, and you not only don't have to pay money, you get to you get to do it, and we're gonna give you money. So don't 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 check out just yet. If I heard all that, I'd have been like the fuck out of here. No way, no way. But you know, um, life is weird like that. Life is uh, cool. But, you know, just like I could never have predicted, (laughs) just like I could have never predicted being in that position, I also got got a little carried away and not carried away, but I was stoked, you know, I I was fucking living my best life, as the kids say. And um, I kind of forgot that. I mean, I didn't forget anything. I guess the thing is, I, I was just kind of convinced well this is my life now and uh it's gonna be like this from now on. I worked hard for it and I got some help along the way and I got a, a I have a friend who did me a favor and fortunately I have just gallons of the juice and so with all of that com- combined like there's no way this could ever not be my life. It's only gonna get better from here and then uh you've seen this movie? <laughs> You know what happened? Uh, The whole fucking world shut down, and they just stopped calling. And did I take a hit financially? Of course, but that wasn't even... That's not ever been my main reason for being upset about it. I was just like, fuck, I I, I was just in such a good position. Yeah, could I use the money? Of course. Who couldn't? But there's money everywhere, you know? I just... I just didn't want to not be the guy who gets to go take pictures at Rick Rubin's studio and shit. And so that was definitely a bunch of gas on a fire that's always kind of burning anyway. Uh, The fire being just unexplainable hopelessness and, you know, depression, for lack of a better term. Sometimes depression feels like a, uh, a lazy way of describing it because everybody gets depressed, you know, but I don't get depressed. I get sorrowful. I get hopeless. And, uh, anyway, I said, I wasn't going to talk about this long, but here we are. Um, the point is the, it was really hard not having that in my life. And, again you know when it comes to money then i you know i'm faced with like a choice to make like do i go get another regular job like and i was explaining that to i've explained that to my wife and to a few of my close friends but i don't know maybe it's a flaw in my character maybe maybe i need to be stronger as a person maybe i don't know what it is i don't know what it is but what i do know is there's no fucking way i was going to go from that high riding that high and just being the guy and then that all gets taken from me essentially it's no one's fault you know it's just the fucking world changed real quick there was no way i was gonna just oh well i guess i'll just <clears throat> i guess i'll just uh i don't know start submitting my resume to different offices and whatever i, I you know i'll go back to a desk and fucking data entry or whatever whatever you know, is in in demand at the moment just to get a paycheck. There's no way. There was there there was zero ways, and there's honestly there's still no way. Um, there's still no way I can go back. I would rather be broke, and I mean that with all of my heart. I would much rather be broke than to have to go backwards and work for someone else and get bossed around, and, you know, check in with people constantly, have to be at a place at a certain time, or else, you know, you get reprimanded. Fuck you. I'm not living that way anymore. I've seen too much. You fucked around and showed me too much. You showed me what's possible in this life, and now, well, I'm supposed to just ignore all that and pretend that shit didn't happen? But, hopefully, I won't have to, because they called me back. And I was fucking stoked. I don't know. Actually, initially, my brain it does this thing, and it's probably just to protect it myself. But uh, like, there was definitely that moment of like, "Oh, fucking thank you." There was definitely that. But then I wouldn't let myself have that moment. This is in the weeks leading up to it, right? I got the, I got the call, and then uh, I knew like in two or three weeks or whatever I had to go out there. And like I said, I got excited immediately. But then I was like, whoa, wait, 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 don't get too excited now. Don't get too excited now. Like, how shitty would it be if you go out there? Like, how, what's to say, this isn't the last time? Remember, we were talking about, I didn't realize the last time was the last time until the last time already happened. Like, what if this is the last time? You got to go through all that shit again. It's just like ripping a wound open a wound that's uh that's that's uh, has yet to heal completely. And maybe I overthink all this shit. That's fine, but guess what? I, no one else is in this position, so let's switch lives and you let me know how you handle it. It's a lot to process, you know? It's uh it's a lot to think about. It's a lot to be grateful for, but it's also just a lot to process in general. Anyway, so I went uh, a couple days, or not a couple days, a couple weeks ago. Uh, it's the day, and I had stayed up fucking forever the night before because we're—I don't remember what we're doing. What, whatever. What are we ever doing? We're always in the studio or filming something or whatever. Um, but I remember taking it a little easy the night before. I didn't want to drink too much. I didn't want to do too much of anything, just because I was like, man, I'm not gonna fuck this up for myself tomorrow. Um, also your boy hates rain, right? You you might know that about me. Uh, Everyone who knows me knows I like to the point where on rainy days, fortunately it don't rain here much, but on rainy days, I know I'll get at least a few, like a handful of text messages from people checking up like, Hey man, you good. I know you hate the weather, which is cool. I appreciate it. And the, the answer is no, I'm not. Uh, but the one day it's rained probably in a year uh was that day and i wake up and it's just pouring fucking ass rain and i was still it didn't even really bother me i was just like man i'm going to malibu goddamn it fuck this rain windshield wipers need some work need some love and attention probably just need to replace them probably just need to buy a new car if we're being honest but uh you know, I get on the freeway and I'm driving out there. There's traffic. There's always traffic. It takes me about two hours to get out there. I get out there early. I go get a coffee from Starbucks and then I get the call and I go to the studio and uh, I hadn't told anybody that I was going to go back to the studio. I used to post real heavy uh, when I was working there a lot, uh, About almost two years ago, I I was posting real heavy. There's this layered, like, what do you call it? Um, um, it's like a coffee machine, but they make, God, why can't I think of the fucking term, uh, the name, um, turmeric or turmeric. I say turmeric. I don't know. It's a uh, turmeric lattes. You can get regular coffee. You can get decaf, or you can get a turmeric latte, which is coffee with turmeric in it. Or you can get what they call golden milk, which is just water, coconut milk, and turmeric. And it is fucking delicious. Uh, I used to post all the time. I, people always knew when I was in Malibu because I would post, you know, the machine, then me putting the cup under there and pressing the buttons and all that. And it got a lot of attention. And it's obviously been two years since I posted that. And I think people just kind of figured it out. Oh, he's not doing that anymore. So, you know, a lot of people have asked and. I hate all of them every time they ask. I'm like, oh yeah, oh fucking awesome because I haven't thought about this in like an hour. So I almost let too much time pass before I fucking dwell on this, on the fact that I'm no longer going to Malibu. Um, But so all I did was post a video, like a story of the, the coffee machine and me making the coffee And I think the caption was like, and just, and and 1.5 years later, we're back in there. Some, some shit. And I got to say, it made me feel genuinely really good because I got so many responses from people I know, some people I don't know. So many people, like they already knew what that was. I didn't say where I was or whatever, but that just tells me that, A lot of them paid attention back when I was posting a lot about, you know, the Malibu studio and um, a lot of my friends wrote like they just kept saying how happy they are for me. It's like and they didn't know it's like it's like they knew how much I kind of needed that and need this and You know, some of my friends have said, like, they feel like it's a win for all of us. And, you know, that's cool. But, yeah, the point is, like, it was just, it genuinely touched me a little bit to see how many of my friends were genuinely happy for me. And, uh, yeah, that was great. That was fucking, that meant a lot, you know? It was, it was, it was uh, the cherry on top. It was the icing on the cake. But yeah, I enjoyed the shit out of myself. It was cool, just smelling the place. And and there's a there's a documentary called Shangri La. It's a, I believe a four part miniseries. You should really watch it. I was there when they were filming pieces of it. Um, I'm in it a few times. No, I'm not. I'm just. I'm fucking completely joking. I'm not in it at all. Uh, but yeah, you should watch that because it's really good. And it kind of. It's really hard to put that place into words. Like. How people say nowadays, oh, it's a vibe. Usually that's just some shit people say. The people who share memes and stuff, that's what they say. But this place, it really is a vibe. I don't know what... I've been in a hundred studios. Some fancy, some not. This shit is neither. It's not fancy, but it's not not fancy. It's it's a Rick Rubin-ass studio. It smells good. It's not overly decorated. it's just it's old it has character. It's like an old house that everything's white inside and everything's clean, but the floors squeak when you walk on them and the kitchen's really outdated but really clean. and it just it's just uh it's just a ball of character and vibe. and it's just such a cool place to hang out at. And I was talking to some of the engineers who I hadn't seen obviously since the last time I was there. This cool little, uh, well, the main control room, you can see pictures of like Kendrick Lamar sitting on the couch and Mac Miller sitting on the couch. There's like a stained glass window behind it. That's the room I'm talking about. And they open the windows and you can just hear the rain, which I hate. But for some reason, well, I know the reason is because I'm at fucking Rick Rubin's studio. It wasn't bothering me that day. And it was just so loungy. And we're just sipping that turmeric coffee. And laying down on the lounge, like the, the lounge couches where Mac Miller laid down and Kendrick and all them, and uh just hearing the rain and smelling like the incense. It's, it's like I think what I like about incense is I don't like when incense is burning. I like maybe several hours after someone had already burned incense, where you get the remnants of it, but it's not like in your face. That's that's the smell of Shangri-La. It's uh it's real dope. And it was just a really cool way to spend an afternoon sitting there. And then, you know, I took photos. And the person I took photos of was extremely nice. Real accommodating. Shot the shit with them. And, uh, yeah, they were just really cool. Um, I obviously can't say who it was. But um, it was a good interview. Good people to hang with. And, uh, yeah, so I I posted on Instagram. I got to wrap this up quick. But. I posted on Instagram, I think I said, legit thought I'd never see this place again. Not even the rain can fuck with me today. Because people, again, they know I don't like rain. And so, again, people responding to that. Like, dude, this is so fucking cool. This is so great. This is awesome to see. This is awesome to watch. So happy for you, all that. And it was great. And then the universe just kind of doubled down. <laughs> and I'm fucking driving home. I think we le- I left around like 1 30. And Malibu, that's a cool hour 45 away from my house without traffic. Now, LA traffic, always bad. However, LA traffic on a rainy day, terrible. So there's a fucking accident every 20 feet. But you know, I'm just smiling. In the rain, getting fucking dumped on. I'm so sick of seeing my windshield wipers go up back and forth and back and forth. And back. But I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm just... I'm vibing. I'm listening to the music of the person who we just uh, who I just shot. I'm having a good day. Smoke me a little cigarette, a little victory cigarette. you know what I mean? And uh it, it was great. It was great. And then they forced me off the freeway because there's a there's a closure because of an accident. That's fine. So I'm going through Venice or whatever. Get back on the freeway. you know, that's fine. Get off the freeway again. That's fine. Still raining. that's fine. And then. By this time, I've been, on the, I've been on the road for three and a half hours, and uh, someone pulls up next to me, and they're pointing behind my car. I'm like, what the fuck? So I roll the window, and this, is, this sweet little girl, she's like, uh, excuse me, sir, you have a flat tire. And I'm looking at her like, of course I have a flat tire. <laughs> are you sure they're all not flat? And are you sure I don't have four flat tires? You see, because this is how my life works. I get the day I've been waiting two years for, and then all my tires go flat in the rain, which I hate. But even then, I was like, I, I literally just smiled. I'm like, oh, thank you. I it. Pre- no, I didn't. No, I appreciate it. I'll, you know, she's like, okay. So I'm like, that's okay. You know, that's all right. So by this time, I'm in. Where the fuck am I? Downey or something? I pull over. There's accidents everywhere, sirens, and all kind of shit. It was like the fucking world was ending. I Google it. I I Yelp it. I find a good guys or pet boys, actually. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll just fucking drive. It's like two miles away. I'm like, what am I called? Triple H? Triple H? Triple H is a wrestler. What am I going to call Triple A? You know why I said Triple H? Because my... (laughs) This is great. You see, this is why this podcast is tight. I checked my phone uh, about 10 minutes ago, and one of my friends (laughs) had sent a meme about a chick i'm not laughing at the meme i'm laughing about the the irony that my friend would send me a meme right after i'm talking about my friend sending me memes and it's some of a, it's 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 sexual and and very crude but it talks about a girl who after <laughs> It's so weird. I'll insult God and, and and Muslims and all kind of shit on this podcast, but for some reason talking about like, like I'll admit to doing drugs and all kind of shit, but for some reason talking about sex on this podcast is so weird. I just, I, I don't want to do it. It feels weird. Um, anyway, it makes a Triple H reference. And so I just said Triple H. Um, instead of AAA. So what am I called AAA and have a fucking tow truck wait in traffic to get here and then hook me up in the rain and then wait in traffic to get out because there's all kind of ambulances and fire trucks and motherfucking helicopters and submarines and all kind of shit all around. Or I could just, I, I just tough it out. So I decide, fuck it. I'm driving real slow because traffic, but you know, it's like, boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom. You're just feeling the tire every time I'm just getting more and more angry But then like, remember, remember This is the day we've been waiting for It's okay, everything's okay Everything's going to be okay I'm like, yeah, but the, but the tire, that's okay So I go I pull up, I go in The guy's not talking to me, of course I'm in Fucking LA County Where LA's just behind the rest of the world So, you know, gotta wear the mask I'm soaking wet, he's not making eye contact With me, he's just like what brings you in? And I'm uh, that that old school in me that my parents they instilled that value. I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm th- I didn't say it, but I'm thinking like, uh, I'm sorry. Do you mind making eye contact with me before I come over there and pull your throat out through the back of your neck? Would that be too much to ask? I ain't saying any of that, but I thought it. i motherfucker thought it. But again, this is the day you've been waiting for. We're happy. Things are good. Things are turning around. We're on the up and up. Long story short. It's gonna be a hundred bucks. Cool. I got a hundred bucks. It's like, all right. I'll call you when it's done. I'm like, uh, do you know when that might be? It's like, nah, a little while. I'm like, uh, okay, we'll see. I'm I'm not from around. I'm just gonna hang somewhere. So like, could could you maybe specify? As, like about an hour. I'm like, oh, okay, cool, for sure. And so I go to sit in the little waiting room. It's like, oh yeah, you can't wait in there. I'm like, oh, I can't wait in the waiting room. It's like, no, no waiting in the waiting room. I'm like that's that's so funny because this is this is a waiting room. What else do you do in the waiting room uh, other than wait? But then I remembered again, Los Angeles behind the rest of the world. Uh, okay, we can't congregate because you know you, that's how you get COVID. And so I'm like, all right, well, I'm standing outside. It's raining. There's a little like, like a little uh, like an awning, but I'm just getting soaked still because it's fucking it's it's pouring. Cats and dogs. It's raining cats as well as dogs. So then I see a Sizzler. I'm like, shit, I'm in a Sizzler in in in. I mean, since I discovered. Quality food. I'm like fuck it. I'm gonna go to scissor I walk over there and I just get I just get a beer. So I'm just hanging in scissor drinking beer, worrying about my seven to ten thousand dollars of photo equipment, which is which is in my car, and I'm just trusting like fuck. I hope, oh, man. I hope nobody steals my shit. I hope they don't leave my car open or whatever because we're not in the best neighborhood because it's Los Angeles. And, uh, I was kind of worried, but so, so I got up and I went and checked and we're good. So I went back, had another beer I had like four beers at, at, uh, at Sizzler. They call me and I'm watching the Sopranos. I'm finally, I'm binging the Sopranos at the moment. Uh, I'm like on season four as neither here nor there. Um, I'm watching the Sopranos drinking my beer at Sizzler and, and the, it's like maybe four 30 in the afternoon, five 30 in the afternoon at this point. So all the day the day walkers are in... Uh, the Downey day walkers are in Sizzler. Just the exact people you would assume to run into in the middle of the day at Sizzler in Downey, California. They're all in there. And, uh, and the funny thing is I look like one of them. They probably all think the same about me. Like, this motherfucker came to drink beer at Sizzler? At what point did your life take a wrong turn? You know what I mean? Punchline is they fixed the tire... I got back in my car, took me another hour and a half to get home, so for a grand total of driving time was uh, four and a half hours. Uh, no, five hours, actually, and then add on to that, the hour and a half I spent drinking beer and watching the Spanos in Sizzler. So I was tired as fuck, just exhausted, mentally drained, and uh, wet. I had been wet all goddamn day, and uh, that would normally equate to the worst day. One of the worst days, but I kept reminding myself, no, this is the day we've been waiting for. And of course, all those things happened. Cause what do you want? A perfect day? You want a perfect day? I'm sorry. You want, you want a perfect day? What you want, what you're looking for, the kind of day you're looking for is a perfect day. Who has a perfect day? Motherfucker, you could have a good day. You could have a great day, but a perfect day? You want a perfect day? You know goddamn well. You don't get who the fuck you think you are. You don't get a perfect day. Perfect day. But it was a goddamn good day. It was a great day. It was a goddamn great day. And uh, there's talk of more happening soon. I'm hearing names again thrown around that I'm excited about. And, uh... Yeah, Uh, you know, to be honest, that didn't really help my mood for the last couple weeks. And maybe I'm just uh, an ungrateful piece of garbage. Maybe I'm willing to to entertain that as a possibility. But um, for that moment, on that day, I was stoked. Uh, More stoked than I've been in a long time. So, you know, I got that going for me. I got a lot going for me. I, I don't want... I don't want to sound like an ingrate, but I uh, I struggle a lot, you know? I struggle a lot uh, in my brain and outside of my brain, too. But all that shit I can deal with, you know? Financial issues, marriage issues, substance issues, parental issues, all, all the things I deal with it. But I can, I can kind of tune a lot of that out. Most of the time. For better or for worse. Often worse. But that. that that's just how I am. But uh, you can't tune out your brain. You know what I'm saying? All you can do is force yourself to work out. And then podcast a little bit. Talk some shit about the meme culture. And then you end up feeling, uh, feeling somewhat better. So I do realize. What I have. I. I. I'm very grateful for the good that I do have which is a lot. And uh I don't know, like I was saying, I guess you just I just got to keep hoping and working toward just a little better. Not great, not perfect, just a little better. As long as we can get just a little better, a little better at a time. Um I mean like you know, I guess that's good enough. That'll have to be good enough. At least for now. You know what I mean? Because like I said If I had decided to check out at one point, uh, I wouldn't have experienced all the cool shit that I've experienced, which logically you, you would have to apply that to now. Like if I check out now, what else is coming down the line that I won't get to experience? You know, there's no reason to believe more cool shit isn't in the queue. There's no reason. Because my life has been a prime example of cool shit happening. Whether or not you deserve it to. So, as of right now, I'm going with that. And I mean right now as in, like, right now. How will I feel tomorrow? I mean, shit, how will I feel this evening? Let alone tomorrow. I'm not sure. I can't call it. I'm not here to predict the future. I'm just saying that's how I feel right now. So, I'm going to get out of here. Um, I appreciate... Everyone listening, if you're one of the people who have sent me messages uh, of encouragement or even just admiration or, you know, what, what, uh, congratulations and stuff like that, I appreciate you. It, it means a lot. I know if you just follow me on the internet, I look like, I might look like I have my shit together all the time, but I barely do. I just, uh, I go through manic episodes and I cover everything up with humor and you laugh and it makes me feel good. And uh, yeah, that's our relationship. But I appreciate all the kind words that I always get. They do mean a lot. They aren't lost on me. Um, follow this insta. Follow this Instagram. Jesus Christ! Please follow this podcast on Instagram at otwd podcast. Please follow my personal Instagram at gvdzooks. And uh, also, if you would follow my band's Instagram, I would appreciate it. That's at Mr Hoover Band at Mr Period Hoover Band. Uh you can go to oh yeah, when I interview people, I obviously uh film them. So there's a bunch of visual visual, what am I saying? What are words? What are words? Do you even words, bro? Um, there's a bunch of filmed interviews on the internet on YouTube. If you go to on the way down.net, uh, I'll be honest, it'll just take you right to the YouTube page because it sounds professional. On the way sounds way dober than uh, go to youtube.com slash yeah, fuck out of here. What am I, an amateur? I'm a fucking professional over here. See, I've been watching the Sopranos. But yeah, on the way will take you to the YouTube page. And once you're there, if you could subscribe and do all the YouTube shit, I would very much appreciate it. We're gonna get that shit rolling soon once we get our new studio up and running, get back to interviews and all that. Um and one last thing you can do is go to patreon.com slash OTWD. Five bucks gets you access to unreleased episodes or talk about meeting famous people. And, uh, this, that, and the other, a lot of shit, like I just talked about, but you know, I drop names, drop names left and right. All right. That's all for, uh, for now. That's all for now. Um, thank you one more time for listening. I hope everybody is taking care of themselves to the best of their abilities and enjoying life as much as you can. I will, I will put out another episode next week because that will be the last episode before we go on tour and maybe i'll record one on tour i just don't want to commit to it because it's going to be anarchy but yeah i'll be back next week everybody enjoy your life i'll talk to you soon goodbye